Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Life in General. My name is Nick. I'm Ian. And uh, as always, you can always uh, follow us on Twitter at Life in General MI, uh, Facebook at Life in General Podcast. Um, we actually have a website now, which is lifeingeneralpodcast.com. So you can go on there. Ch- oh, you can check out our last episode. You can hit us up on email and uh, follow us on Twitter and all the social media stuff on there. So 21st century, here we come. Yeah, yay, we're finally yay. on there doing that. So so check us out there. It's pretty cool. We got uh, some blogs and stuff that I'd done back in 2013, 2014 on there and some other interesting stuff. So, And if I can get off my lazy ass, I might throw a few on there too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, And uh, you can always check out our, our last episode of both this podcast and Parson Bites through, through the website. Um, but uh, you can always check us out, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, a bunch of other places too. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, all of them, all of the above. Yeah. Before we hop into our topic, uh, is there anything interesting that's happened in the past week? I don't know. It seems like news is awfully boring these days. It really is. There's nothing that... I mean, you know, you, you would hope that there'd be some kind of, like, scandal or... Well, I don't you know, know. Where, where it, it maybe almost, the Russians, I don't know, something to do it, with the Russians. It almost makes me wish that Hillary Clinton had won the election because then at least we have something interesting to talk about. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess there was that that one minor little thing of, of um, uh, Comey getting fired from as director of the FBI. Oh, before you get into that, did you see that uh, all the hacking that happened in Europe, was it yesterday? I, I, I read a little bit about it. I didn't. Like, I don't know how bad it was. It I was know like, the... Um, uh, in the UK, their their uh, national health system got hacked. It was like every health system in Europe. It sounded oh, like. Oh, really? Yeah, it was huge. Okay. But uh, wow. By the way, on to call me. Yeah, well, it's all it's probably all part of the same <laughs> gig. I don't know. It's just, it's probably the Russians. I don't know. What is it? What's going on? All I know is that Comey was beginning to to look into potential ties to Russia with the Trump administration, and you know. Totally unrelated, he got fired. Well, he claimed, you know, the president claims that he was going to fire him regardless of what happened. It just, After what he said to him. Look, and, and he, he, here's my thing is, okay, even if you are going to fire the guy, maybe it might be for legitimate reasons. Maybe. I it just it. looks really bad. Yeah, it's his really, timing was off. Really, he should have fired him six months ago. Really bad timing. And the, sa- the sad ago. thing is there should be people around the president that, you know, say, hey, you might not want to do this right, right now. Right. Yeah. But I mean, we're, it it makes you wonder if there are legitimate reasons because of that tweet that he posted too, basically threatening uh, Comey with, uh, you know, if you haven't if if you've recorded any of our conversations, you better not release them. The way I kind of read that was uh, Trump recording conversations, not Comey recording them. No, it was Trump who posted that. It I know, I know, but, but the way I kind of read it was, you better hope there's no like like the president has tapes. Oh, oh. So um, I guess I guess you could look at it that way. Now that I think about it, I'm just so used to expecting Trump to be the villain in the story. I mean, he still is, but <laughs> you, know, you know, more of the villain. I don't know. I just I'm every time I see him, he looks more and more uh, emperorish from from Return of the Jedi. It just it's like he, his face is starting to shrivel, and I'm just waiting for the hood to come up. You know, and then once that's done, it's just done. As I, I'm sorry. That's what I see every time I see him. I just I'm waiting for lightning bolts to come out of his fingers. <laughs> come on, wipe out the the press briefing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, well, I don't know. They put their own people in the press briefing anyway, so they don't have anything. Yeah, to worry now about he's that. talking about even canceling all that. It's like, is he really? Yeah, 
He's closing. He's closing the door on a lot of that stuff. Well, we don't need uh, transparency or no, or, not in a not in a free society or open discussion no. or again not in a free society. Well, there was in a free society we believe everything we are told. Well, did you see that reporter that got arrested because he was trying? To, well, who's he asking? He was he was asking. I think it was someone in his cab, in someone someone in Trump's cabinet. He was trying to ask questions to. I did see this, yeah. and they got it. And they well, he, he, I think he. They, they he said heckled, they, they said he heckled him or something. They said he he approached Secret Service angrily or something like that. I'm not mm. really sure what the. Yeah, it sounded shady. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, everyone in the room said it sounded looked really shady too. So yeah. Well, and I, I'm sorry if I was a, if I was in the in in the, a member of the press. And I'm in a briefing, and I start seeing stuff like that. I'm going to start worrying. I'm going to start, you know, maybe thinking about blogging under a different name and reporting under a different name. What is this? What is this? China? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Uh, maybe. I, I think it's. Uh, I think China is actually a little better. Well, we're not quite to China level. Come but, on. Yeah, we're not quite to China level, but. China seems to be moving away from that, moving towards a more democratic version of things, and we're moving in the opposite direction. Yeah, so. I don't know. I haven't really heard anything about North, North Korea lately either. No, uh, he contacted Congress about something. I saw that headline. Yeah. I didn't read the article know. though. I've been trying to stay away from all that. I'm, yeah. I'm just tired of it all. Right. You just want to, you know, you don't want to know about it till the bombs are falling. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Honestly, I'm not saying that to be <laughs> to be critical because. Um, I don't want to know what's coming. Wow. Uh, I really don't. I mean, I, death, nuclear bombs, I don't care. I, I just I, want to know what's I coming. Think, I, I just think everyone's kind of worn out about it all. And it, Well, that's what they want, you know, they, yeah, That's no, what they want. The, the, the last election cycle was so long mm-hmm. and so drawn out. I think by the time November of last year rolled around, people were just ready for it to be over with. Yeah, but it hasn't and ended. I know, I know it hasn't. It's and only going to make it even harder for in 2018 to get I people to the polls. And and it's probably that's probably the the, the reason, yeah. the, the goal. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. No shortage of uh, of craziness with politics. So I don't know. Threw it out there. Let it. You know, anyone can. Anyone who's uh, if you're getting your news from us, though. You, I'm sorry. You, yeah, you don't. <laughs> you, you may want to reconsider, but you know they, it, those little things stood out to to us this week. I guess. Yeah. Um, um, what uh, What about our topic for the week? Yeah, kind of came up with the idea for it. So a little bit uh, it came out of uh, uh, well, a bit of a, a sad thing. Uh, my my local video store closed its doors finally after many many years. Yeah. And uh, I, remember, I mean, that thing's been there for uh, since the late '80s. Yeah. Um, it's had various names, but um, and it was corporately run until 2009. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it was family owned from 2009 to now. But uh, you know, the world just doesn't want video stores anymore. I don't think. I don't really see much of need for one. But uh, well, there's here's here's the need for it, and and it's going to take a while. But so if you haven't noticed yet, we're going to talk about kind of like the the, the yeah the, the the death of the video store and, and death the, well the death of physical, physical media, media in general. So. Um, uh, but here here's the problem with with streaming services specifically and and iTunes wherever we're, wherever you're getting your digital content from yeah. And and there is precedent for this, but essentially what's eventually going to happen is you're only going to be able to watch what 
they have available to you. It's not like a library where it's there, it's always there. It's it's constantly changing. Netflix is like that. They drop they drop titles, they gain titles. It's it's a constant flow. But say you want to watch, and this is down the road. This isn't now. But say down the road you want to watch Casablanca. It, nobody's watching Casablanca. It's it's a 70, 70 year old movie. It'll be eighty year old movie. Nobody's watching it. So Netflix isn't going to have it because it's not getting any any views. Mm-hmm. You know, Hulu, none of those iTunes may not even have it available because no one's been buying it for six months or six years or whatever. iTunes has everything. Now. I don't well, see, let, I don't right, let me go, I guess let me go to the precedent that I'm speaking of because we've seen it before. Um, I don't know how long Best Buy has been around, but when it came to, to Michigan in the early 90s, they had the best selection of CDs, mm-hmm. best prices of CDs. And within five years, they put all the mom and pop record stores out of business. Well, go to go, and, and they put out media play and a couple other things. Yeah, exactly. Um, even yeah, some of their bigger competition. Now you can't buy CDs there. They're, they're, I mean, and I know it's it's part of the same thing where physical media is going away. You can still buy CDs there. You can buy you can buy Eagles greatest hits, well, Lady Gaga's new record. They, they still have a, they still have a, no. Have you? When was the last time you were at Best Buy? They're uh, they're couple, it's best basically an end cap. Couple months, a couple months ago, there the one in Taylor is an end cap. That's really? it. That's well, their the one, CD the one, section. The one in Ann Arbor still has a pretty decent yeah. CD selection. And I, you know, but but you know, like some new record stores are come back. You know? Like like I was saying about iTunes, though, you can with with movies, you mm-hmm. can you don't have to buy a movie. You can rent movies from iTunes. Right. You know, for a couple of dollars. I mean, so there's no need to right. have a, a video store because yeah. you can because you can literally rent. Hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of thousands of movies. Yeah, but you're and and that's fine. But you're telling me that that um, going into a store, being able to look at movies, being able to talk to the to the people who work there about the movies. You, you don't think there's something's lost here? Nostalgia. Really, I don't that's find a, it. I don't see it as a nostalgia thing. I, mean, I, I, I guess in, I, in, in, it's in, a lot easier for me. To click on my iTunes app and right. kind of scroll through and see what's there. And okay, so essentially, you're okay with us eventually being the humans in Wally, where we just sit in a chair and everything's <laughs> electronically fed to us. We never have to no. leave our house. No, uh-uh. I mean, I just think it's it's, uh, it's indicative of a, of a of a trend. You know, you either have people who I mean, there's people who literally no, do everything I, online. I, I think it's it's a it's a symptom of our instant gratification society is which is, is not healthy because well, any psychologist will tell you that that's not a healthy well, system but anyway you know the you know people don't want to people don't want to have to drive to the video store and go through and look for something and spend, i remember back when i was you know a teenager or whatever going to video stores we'd go there for 45 minutes to an hour walking yeah that's part the of movies. the fun of it i know that but now i can do it from the comfort of my couch yeah but you're not and i can look at even more movies and I can pre um, and I can preview movies. I'm not saying this. There's there's benefits to the new system. I'm just saying I think we're losing something in in the in the transition. I really do. And there will come a point where where there's going to be movies you can't find. I don't know. I, I really I, think I, so. I, I think I don't, movies, I don't, the less popular films. You know, if you want the big blockbusters, the brainless, it doesn't you know, cost pot smoking comedies. It, they'll it, be it, there, does, but. it doesn't cost iTunes shelf space to have. No, it costs them licensing. They have to share that money with whoever the the movie made the movie. Same but, with Netflix. But it's not, Netflix it's is all licensed. The, the movies aren't individually licensed, are they? Or are they licensed oh, through the? They're licensed through the studios. Through the studios, them. yes. Right. So that's at what least I mean. with Netflix. And yes. Hulu. So you know, if they've got a, uh, 
a studio. They've, they've got a contract with MGM. They've got the, the entire MGM catalog. No. No, that's not how it works. In some cases, that's how it works. Like with Disney, the Netflix just signed a deal with Disney yeah. uh, two years ago that would guarantee Netflix to get Disney movies when they're out of the vault, but yeah. only when they're out of the vault. But that deals with Hulu. I think with Hulu too. Hulu gets some of those Disney movies too, depending on what they are. It's not a it's not a, a carte blanche kind of thing. They're all available on iTunes though. So okay, but what I'm saying is there <laughs> will come a point where if they're not selling it, it does it does cost storage space in in, in a digital sense. Otherwise, where you download you're downloading it from somewhere. Yeah, you, you think Apple's running out of space though? I mean, no, no, not necessarily, but. Apple's still a corporation, and they're not going to hold on to stuff that costs money. Even I mean, if it's there pennies. there are some, you know, small, you know, oddball movies that you can't find on there. But a vast majority of movies you can find on iTunes. Yeah, but you go to the video store, you might find that one movie that was, uh, like, a Meet the Feebles, for example. For those of you out there who don't know what Meet the Feebles is, I, I couldn't consider yourself lucky. But it is a film by Peter Jackson and by of the Lord way, of the Rings. And by the way, that is not on iTunes. Yeah, but see, that's my point. You would never <laughs> well, have I heard guess, of it if okay, it had I not guess, been for, I guess for in, a video store. In this sense, you can't get any porn or X-rated well, movies. Well, the internet's full of or, porn. I know, what I'm saying, though, is you can't get that stuff on iTunes. I'm not talking about those, though. I'm talking I know, about I'm, I'm saying Meet that, the Feebles. I'm talking about you know old Hammer films, The Horror of Dracula, that kind of stuff. Are you going to find that on, on iTunes? Now, maybe, but there are still a couple video stores still around, too. Oh, yeah. But a lot of those you know, video stores probably don't have those either, and Finding that, that, that weird-looking cover, that dusty movie, and you're going, what is that? And you pick it up, you read the, the description. It sounds stupid, but that for something, it just caught you. You but, take it home, you watch it, and it's garbage, but you remember that movie for the rest of your life. And you Swamp Zombies you, or whatever the... Uh, uh, Zombie Lake. Zombie, Zombie Lake. Lake. That was great, though. Was, yeah, that, well... See, and that, that actually goes back to like the old Saturday afternoon yeah, days on TV. But, but. but uh, I don't think that's on iTunes either. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but it just, I don't know. I, I don't have a big issue with it. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I like the availability. Yeah, I, well, I know. And, and I would and, also oh, say a, that you're I, less likely to sit down and watch a um, uh, a John Waters film. Yeah. Uh, kind of sl- slightly obscure, kind of B, well, C quality movie. <laughs> um, just for, the, for shits and giggles. Whereas you'll you'll be more likely to watch the, you know, the mainstream stuff, the new stuff, the La La Lands and stuff like that, which is a really good movie. I really like that. But anyway, I was surprisingly intrigued by the forty five minutes I watched. The, but what I was gonna say was the you know a lot of the the movie rental places that are still around, they're not gonna have a lot of those movies. Well, the, mine did. Mine had well, a lot. Of yours those. did. Yes. A lot of them don't. The one that we used to have in town right here in Dundee until mm-hmm. last year, I think it was. They had like maybe five hundred movies in there, and they're pretty much everything that came out in the last five years. Well, that's that's why they went out so Probably. fast. Yeah, but that's what really theoretically, even even Mammoth could have held on for a little longer. Yeah, um, but there will come a point where um, your inventory starts to devalue, and, yeah. and to, in order to liquidate, you just you have to do it sooner than yeah. later. Well, the, the, I think there's a couple of big ones still left in Monroe. Uh, well, Family Video is a yeah. is a corporate chain, yeah. uh, and they're still around. But their business is they don't make money on their video rentals. What they're doing is they're buying a property. Their value's in their properties. Really? Yeah. I don't know exactly how it works, but they're, the, the video rental side of their business is actually a loss leader. 
and it's it's all it's more about having the the, the property. So they're just they're in business to own the property. In a sense, in a sense, like I said, I don't know all the details of it, but it's. It sounds um, kind of strange. It does. It sounded strange when I when I when I heard about it too. But um, the the property has value, and by having something there, it's it's holding value. Yeah. And I mean, it's not it's not like it's draining money from their from their coffers, but it's not bringing you know it's it's not a profitable business yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know. I understand that. You know, and there's not. You know, I'm not saying that's all. You know. Roses and sunshine, mm-hmm. you know, with it, with digital media, you know, there's a lot of downside to it. You know, yeah. piracy is a huge one. Well, I, that's you know, the other thing I was going to bring up. You know, a lot of studios are releasing movies digitally two weeks before they release the physical media version of it. And once it's released digitally, it's like cutting out two or three steps for the pirates. They don't even have to, you know, rip it and make sure it's good quality. They're just downloading it and putting it up on, on torrent sites and it's right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I can't see that as a good business model, personally. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. But there, you know, you're seeing that more and more often. Though. You're even seeing it, you know, the, if you go and buy a DVD, it comes with a digital copy. Right. Right. Same thing. Well, that I don't necessarily have a problem with because there's a lot of platforms for you to be able to watch these movies on now, too. And that, that's okay. I, mean, I don't have a problem with that. Um, you know, being able to watch it on your tablet or laptop when you're traveling where your kids you know kids want to watch a movie in the backseat while you're driving or whatever i get that and that's what i like about it you know is is just the portability of it Mm -hmm. but you 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 still have that with the physical media yeah but not really you know i remember you know with cds you know i remember i remember when when i was first started dating my wife she had a big gigantic yellow binder Mm -hmm. underneath the seat in her car full of cds and we'd be driving down the road and she'd put a cd in listen to two songs pop it pop out. it out put another cd in listen to maybe one song off that one pop it out put a different cd in now it's a whole lot easier to pick my phone well, up is. and just kind of hit a playlist and, and, and i'm guilty i use i use spotify i have an ipod an old ipod that still works so i'm guilty of that of doing that with music but i also um with this resurgence of vinyl yeah i still buy vinyl and to me it actually the vinyl um, business model could really save the record company industry uh-huh. uh, because what they're doing is generally now they'll put it out on CD and vinyl. The vinyl will come with a digital download. Yeah. So for someone like me who's only going to ever listen to it on vinyl at home mm-hmm. or on his phone or iPod in the car, yeah, it's perfect because mm-hmm. I can. We got the the record, got the digital version. I'm good to go. But again, that kind of goes to having something physical to hold in your hand, something you know, someone with. I mean, you're talking also an industry that has waned, but look at the old VHS covers in the back in the day. There was some awesome artwork there. Oh, of course there is. Now, and, and with DVDs, I think it got really cheap because it all got computerized and yeah, Photoshop and all that bullshit. But now, I mean, that's that's a whole industry that's going to be gone. Yeah. Because if you don't have physical media, there's no reason to to make those awesome covers. I well, mean, they that's, still there's do. There's an art form to it. There's, I mean, they, they still, still do, do, but it look at, I mean, most of them are garbage now. It's, well, you got know. some kid doing it probably for 10 bucks an hour on his, on his laptop. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's just fine. It's still a job and he's getting paid to do it. But, you know, it really, I mean, it's just this, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. I guess you could say it's nostalgia, but it, it feels like we're, we're like we're losing something. Yeah. I saw that, um, I don't know which. I don't remember what store it was, but I read just recently that someone's starting to 
carry cassette tapes again also yeah it's i don't think it's gonna work because <laughs> I, I hope not because no because there's i i see I, with, with vinyl, I understand vinyl because yeah. vinyl is a superior song quality right. to it it's just the problem with vinyl is you get the hiss and the pops after a while but, that, yeah. but to me that's kind of part of the warmth of the music too. exactly but yeah you're where you're going with that is true you, there's no uh, they bring back eight track players next or yeah, no well I, I go to dearborn music they have a that's where i get my vinyl because they have a huge vinyl selection yeah. used new and used and they have a small end cap with tapes cassette tapes um and i look at them fondly and go oh look at the look at the cute little tapes exactly but Why? i would never own that ever um and that and i and i think that's where the music industry has a a point of salvation in vinyl the movie industry that that has that doesn't there's nothing to go back to you know that is superior and requires um actual having physical media what do you mean you don't want to go back to laserdisc no i i don't (laughs) uh because the problem with laserdisc is is you had it was bulky and low storage you could you could only get half a movie on each side yeah Uh, and it was bulky which the bulk of a vinyl Music's music's just different, you know. Like I said, there's a there's a warmth to the sound, but when you're talking a, a visual experience, it's not about warmth; it's about clarity, yeah. seeing what you're meant to see. But with you know, on the flip side of that, with audio opposed to video, is with with CDs, it was really hard to find rare. And not really popular music. Well, right. You know, whereas, so I, you can get online and find all sorts of rare music and everything that you would never be able to find in physical Well, form. I, it got to a point now, I'd say, by, well, really, the very thing that probably started to kill music was um, being able to find some obscure stuff online, like Napster yeah. and stuff uh-huh. like that, when Napster was illegal and free. Um <laughs> You you could find the most obscure stuff. I, yeah. You know, I'm guilty of it at one point when Napster was around. Yeah. Um, but I found a bunch of uh, bootleg concerts from the 70s for Jethro Tull. You and ne- I'm saying that you would uh, never be able to get that. No, not before, right? Um, and I'm admitting to that now because Ian Anderson has stated that he doesn't care that people bootlegged his concerts because his he records all of his concerts and his versions are way better quality anyway. So, yeah, I'm sure they are. Yeah. Um, so I can admit to that. But yeah, I mean, so there was the internet did make that better yeah. to a degree, and I found stuff on iTunes music stuff that I have couldn't find in stores. So there yeah. there is something to be said about that. And as far as music goes, I think right now, as long as the vinyl thing sticks around and i really hope i'm sure it will i mean i i I understand it's a very hipster thing well but see that's being that being said it's i guess it's hipster if you didn't grow up with a record player we grew up with record we did we both had record players in our bedrooms i I remember listening until we were teenagers i remember listening to thriller on right me too uh thriller i remember going over to your house and you know we were in our teens we listened to left overture kansas i think it was your mom's copy on vinyl, it's the first time I ever heard the album. I don't know if you remember this or not, but I was like, it was like 1998 before I owned a CD. Yeah, yeah, you like were late I, to the you were late to the table. I was that. always big yeah. into vinyl. I, and, and I, wait, I don't know if it, it was the impetus for it, but was it was it the cassette that I, uh, Kerplunk Green Days Kerplunk I set on their dashboard and it melted in the yeah, sun? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, you had to buy. And I had one. to buy. I bought you the CD <laughs> as a replacement. Yeah. So. 
But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you were definitely late to the table. A lot of people were. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know. With CDs, I think most people had CDs by then. But yeah, and I mean, I guess CDs. Well, well, by then CDs have been around for. They started coming around on my early eighties. Yeah, my brother. I think he got a CD player in like eighty nine or something okay. like that. Eighty nine and ninety. Um, my the very first CD my dad bought was in eighty. What, 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 what year did Trash come out? 89. So that was the year he got the mm-hmm. CD player because he got trash for, for Alice Cooper's trash. Yep. Yeah. It's a good album. It was. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. You know, I, I, I like being able to find, you know, and the other thing with it, with audio is as an artist, well, first off, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing right now. If it weren't for digital. If it weren't for and, digital yeah. audio. So right. thank you. Well, it does. It does improve the quality even to the vinyl too. You know, you're digitally recorded. It's digitally pressed. Yes. So you're starting from a higher point. So, but the, uh, you know, as, as I know people, I know artists who are able to sell their music to the public because of things like iTunes. Circumventing the record label. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. That they wouldn't be able to do it before. They, you know, I, I know people that put music out on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. you know, free. Right. You know, to be able to listen to. Right. Well, to get your name out there. Exactly. You know, create you know, a market you're, for it. You're kind of, you know, you, there was the story back in the 80s about Metallica used to, you know, they were, oh, the, you know, they sold their first album out of the trunk of their car. Well, mm-hmm. now you don't have to do that. Yeah, Garage Days, it was that that rare, it was it was like this mythical album that they had recorded. I remember hearing no, about No, no, it. it was their first album. What was their first Kill album? Kill Them All? Yeah. No, I was talking, it, it, they used to it, sell like it was, it was, everyone called it garage days, but it was just their, their garage recordings. I mean, we're talking maybe even before. I'm pretty sure kill them all. They produced themselves, sold out of the back of their car. And then after they got the co- record contract, Electro, I think it was Electro records. Yep. They, they re-released they re- it. Re-released oh, it. I didn't know that. I was a little young in 81 when that came out. Oh so. uh, well, yeah. I was, I was even younger. <laughs> you were even younger. So. I was three. So. So, um, you know, now we're at a stage where because of this, this digital media, it gives artists a much bigger venue to release their music. Yeah. Like I Look said, at, I, I know you hate Justin Bieber. Yeah. The reason Justin Bieber's famous now is because he was found on YouTube. Right. That, that, that right there should tell us all to burn it to the ground. Just oh, burn on. it, burn it to the fucking ground. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Yeah. There's a lot to be said for the, the, the benefits. There are benefits. But I guess it's just it's kind of like um, well even physical media in, in book form, there was there was a real fear that that actual physical books were going to go away. Which I, to this day I cannot read a book on a computer or a tablet. It's hard. It's hard. It is hard. I um, need to be able to hold I have, the book. I have a Kindle, and well, my mom's got a Kindle. I borrow it from time yeah. to time, um, and it is it's tough because it's easier to hold <laughs> than a book. You know, holding pages open, but it's so just. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about it. It doesn't. It doesn't feel right. Yeah, and I've bu- I've bought digital books before. Right. It just right. It, it just I have a lot harder of a time reading them. Yeah. Than I do holding an actual paper book. I like audio books too because I'm in my car a lot. So yeah. Well, when I'm in my car, I'm listening to podcasts. podcasts right. So. Well, and that's my got, I've, got I've been listening to an audio book in ages, but I've got enough podcasts I need to listen to. So. Right. And there's always weekly ones. The weekly ones are the ones that get me. It's well, like oh, I, crap. It's got like I forgot to listen to that one this week, and oh, this one's coming up tomorrow. And I've got two. I got two that I listen to that are daily. Yeah. So. At least Monday through Friday daily. Yeah, I so. couldn't do that. The daily ones would be lost for me. Well, you know, they're only like 40, well, one's only five to eight minutes. Oh, then, yeah, that's easy. And then right? the other one's like 45 minutes to, to an hour on, tops. Listen to that on the shitter. 
Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think, like I said, for me, it's just. I guess. I guess ultimately, what it does boil down to is nostalgia. It really yeah. does. At least, at least I understand it on the video side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I remember as a kid, it was great. You know, Friday nights going Sat Friday, Saturdays, because you bring it back Saturday and get another one. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You go going rent them, or you know, in my case, we used to go and rent video games and yeah, everything yeah. else. And well, I never did the video game stuff, but it was always movies. Um, I mean, how the the late '80s, even with Blockbuster, which was a big chain. That horror section, there wasn't a movie in there that I didn't at least look at, yeah. you know, and pick up and go, oh, I need to watch this movie. Yeah. Well, because that's, that's the, the benefit of it, you know, a physical brick-and-mortar store. You can go walk up and down the aisles, look mm-hmm. at different things. You kind of have to know kind of what you're looking for when, when you, you go look on, online. When you, go on, when right. you look online. So, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, because even their suggestions, which – all that metadata they collect from your other searches is never accurate. I've no. never looked at any of that stuff and gone, well, they suggest I should look at this based on this. It's never right. It's like I would never look at that. Um, I, I mean, I, I I've found, literally I, had I them found take a me couple to, that weren't like terribly I've had, bad. I've had some literally take me to Justin Bieber. There is nothing I am looking at on, that is going to guarantee me that, that should say, just, hey, Justin Bieber might be good for him. Nothing. Just listen to his last album. <sighs> All right. I guess I'll give it a shot, but I'm not making any promises. Because you've let me down now twice because I listened to that, whatever that, the Casting Cast, Crowns band, and I listened to two albums of theirs. That was that was time I'm never getting back. Well, listen to, you got listen, to listen to Kendrick Lamar's last album, too. See, I don't it know. It just came can, out. It's, man, it's a great album. So is Logic. They're uh, both great albums. Let me pace myself. I can only handle so much shit at once. I know, I know you're not a rap fan, so. No, I'm not. I'm not. Doesn't mean I won't give it a shot. If it's you know, if it's good, it's good. Logic good, good. Logic has a little bit more of an older school hip hop. Then vibe I, I to probably it. appreciate that better. Yeah, it's good. I like it. But yeah, they're, they're both know. they're both rather. Those po- will be po- ones I bo- will not buy on vinyl. They're probably. both rather political too. Also, so well, I don't mind that. Yeah, I don't mind that good. at all. A good uh, good political anthem is good for me. Well, no shortage of that around. Logic has a song where he says something about George Bush being a racist and. Donald Trump also. Yeah. So. Well, call a spade a spade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. But right. Anyway, um, getting off topic. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. But yeah, I mean, even back to the, I was going to say with the books, um, you know, actual physical books, there was a huge fear that those were going to be gone because the Kindles are coming out, the, the yeah. fire tab, all that stuff, and just tablets in general, having apps for that. But they found that the public wasn't ready for it either. Uh-huh. There was... It, it shifted where you know book sales are going started going down, but then they started going back up again, uh-huh. and the digital sales were going down. And I think it's probably for the same reason you and I were saying. It's just it's different, you know. It is. I mean, humanity have been we, we, as humans we've been reading books for hundreds and hundreds of years. It's going to take a long time for us to get past that. I think. Yeah. It helps the fact that I think we have now have a generation of kids in this country who have never even read a book. And they have no interest in reading books. Well, I wouldn't say that. With exceptions. But I know I've spoken oh. to teenagers who have never, ever read a book. They know how to read. That's a failure in parenting. Yeah, well. All my children have read books, have books and read books. I know. And I know. Madison, my niece, was reading books when she was when she, yeah. three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, if, you've, if you have children that are over the age of, I don't know, five or six that have never read a book yeah by themselves just sat down and read a book yeah you know 
I don't know. Yeah, my oldest reads books all every night, so I think Reese does too. But and even if she doesn't, she has read a book before. Yeah, she reads books all the time. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. But see, that's I don't see I don't see books or anything any of that going anywhere. Anytime, movies so. don't have that. Maybe that's why I feel so so strongly about it. It's like books. Well, we we can't let the the paper books go. Yeah, we've brought back vinyl to have that physical media. Movies don't have any of that. No, it's. I mean, no, it's, because no one wants uh, VHS to come. No, back. no, and I and I don't blame them. VHS is crap. Um, I actually never saw Betamax, um, and I don't really even know what what. I, there's a story behind why VHS actually went out because it wasn't cost. They're both expensive formats. Yeah, they were. VHSs were hundreds, hundred, hundred plus dollars when they first came out each. And, oh yeah, I remember my parents. I remember my mom buying. Uh, I think it was Steel Magnolias. It was like ninety flipping dollars. Yeah, I think she spent yeah. For that and that movie. was early days, but that was once they started selling them in stores. Essentially, like where you get like Suncoast Video, yeah. Sam Goody, those places, uh, Best Buy started selling them. Once they started getting hit in the market more, that's when the prices started shooting down. Mm-hmm. But you used to have to mail order that crap. Yeah. You know, Columbia House. And I remember all that. that. They they had their movie section. Well, that's how you used to have to buy that shit. Yeah, I remember there was. I think it was Suncoast. Yeah, Suncoast was like the big, the first big video sale. I think place. we, I, I remember ordering movies from through there before. Yeah. yeah, I did too. I ordered a couple of VHSs, but you could go in there and they had a shit ton of VHSs for sale too. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, as DVD came out, they started moving into that. They went out of business really fast, though. They I did. think it had a lot to do with their pricing, probably because they just couldn't compete with like the Best Buys and all that. No, uh-uh, not at all. But uh, you were saying something interesting earlier before we started recording about them potentially phasing out dvds yeah well i'd read an article i tried finding it again um like they're talking in the next five years just strictly out. going to blu-ray or and then D- or blu-ray following not far behind maybe really? a few years I, later I, I just don't see that yeah well i, I mean, just don't see how they can do that well look at how we've been talking if they don't have the video stores and you can get it all online Really, what's the point of making that crap? It's just an extra cost, especially if it's not bringing in the revenue. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it is bringing. Right in the now, revenue. it might still be profitable, but it's not going to be because there's a lot of instances where you can't. Part of what you can't brought the cost stream down. something, or you can't watch a digital version that's of a movie. That's my point. That's why. That's why the video store was so important to have that balance. But if you look at, well, just look at the video store model. You you buy a movie. They paid the video stores paid more for the movies. You go to Walmart and Fast uh, Fast and Furious Seven came out. It was nineteen ninety nine on sale at Walmart. Uh-huh. In order to order it through a distributor for the video store, it was thirty five dollars. Why is that? Or twenty nine ninety nine. They just were that much more because they know that you're selling, you're renting them, and you get them earlier. You get them earlier. You get them earlier. Now it, you're not allowed to release them earlier, but you have them. You can prep your stuff. And have it ready so that Tuesday morning, opening you the first second you open, those movies are ready to go and people can come in and get them. So wouldn't it make more sense to like just go to Walmart at midnight and buy them and then just put a them lot in of times store? honestly they did. Ben and Liz did. They had to. It would make um, more sense to do it that. Well, way. for for example, you recoup your money a lot. This is why. This way. is one of the reasons why they had to. Uh, Disney about two years ago, in order, and this was more to combat Redbox. Uh, started putting a, a hold on their movies. A lot, video of, stores, a lot of them do it now. Video stores even couldn't get movies for a month before. Really? Yeah. 
or a month after. I'm sorry, a it's released, after. and they have to wait a month before they could have them. So the well, that's dumb because then you definitely would go out and just buy a bunch of well, them. Well, that's when that's what they had to do, and I and I can say I this now because their video stores closed. But they would they would they got movies early on Friday. They would break street date because it was the only way to stay competitive. Yeah. That's really part of the reason they were able to stay around so long. Yeah. Um. So they would break street date for mainly for the main customers, people who come in and knew about it. But on Friday, when the movies came out or when they came in, they wouldn't be able to come out. Street day would be the following Tuesday. They were running them out all weekend long yeah. to make that extra revenue. But that's the thing. What I started to get at was without the video store, granted, they're not making that rental revenue where uh-huh. you know a movie that costs 30 bucks after six months has made 150 bucks. Yeah. But they're also not selling hundreds of copies to these video stores anymore, which keeps the cost down. So people are either going to have to start charging more mm-hmm. for the movies when they hit Walmart, or they're going to have to stop selling them like that altogether yeah. or start selling like digital. They do that now. You go to Walmart, you can buy the, the digital cards so that you buy it. And then all you do is type in that code on release date and yeah. it's yours, you know, but it's in, in, in most instances, it's cheaper online than to buy the movie. Right, it is. Because Mo- Mo- you're not getting all the bells and whistles. You're not getting the cover. You're not getting the case. You're not getting all the write-ups and stuff. Most movies on iTunes are fifteen, fourteen ninety-nine when they come out. Right. And then normally a week or two later, you can get them for 10 bucks. Right. And then um, at Walmart, it would be nineteen ninety-nine. Give or take. You know, yeah. sometimes that you know, depends the, on what it the is. The good thing is, you know, with buying movies through iTunes is I can watch them from anywhere. They're they're stored in the cloud. I can go anywhere and just watch it. Well, Any, anywhere that I can connect to iTunes. Right. Well, I have a program that if I buy a DVD, I can make a backup of it for my computer, and I can watch that anywhere. Yeah. So, you know, it's still available. It doesn't it, that doesn't go away just yeah. because you have physical media. I mean, it's maybe an extra step or two. Granted, but. How many movies do you need to take with you on a family vacation? You're going on vacation to get away from that stuff. You, when, when I went to Florida on vacation last year, I took, I've got, okay, so I spent, I don't know, probably four or five, maybe five and a half months, mm-hmm. um, year before last, digitizing all my movies. I had, Backing I, them all up. I had over 400 or 500 DVDs. Right. So I digitized all of them. Mm-hmm. And put them on a hard drive. Well, I took my hard drive with me with, uh, on vacation. So right. I took four or 500 movies with me on vacation. Mm-hmm. So couldn't really do that if they weren't. No, but a, a hard drive, an external hard drive is a lot hard to carry around and worry about. Because yeah. that thing smashes, it's all gone. <laughs> well, I've got it in a case with my computer. So right. you know. I don't like trailer. I don't like and I, my and, stuff around. And like I have that. a backup of my hard drive just because I, I literally have. Hundreds and hundreds of, movies, of hours. Yeah. No, I mean hundreds and hundreds of hours put into, in, into digitizing all them damn mm-hmm. things. So, yeah, I honestly, I, I, I'm, I still like physical media. I still would much rather have a collection. I'm a far more limited on it. I, you know, back in the day, I would just buy up anything, just yeah. have it. You know, uh-huh. like you. How, that's how you got 400 movies. Yeah, and they're all in boxes over there in the corner right now, right? Because I'm putting them in storage. Yeah, um, but for me, it's like uh, now. I still want to have the physical media, but I'm, I'm limiting it to specific things. Yeah. Know, my Doctor Who collection, my Star Wars collection, you know, very limited things uh-huh. for space reasons, of course. So I understand. Again, I understand. It's just that, that you didn't have storage when you had a video store because your video store was your storage place. You go, you go there and it was just, 
you know. You can still rent them. You can still rent them. You just rent them through iTunes or whatever. I guess. It's just and, and, and so cold. It's just like, I don't know, mechanical. I don't know. It doesn't have any heart to it. Uh, there's no you know, soul. There's no know, soul in there, it. And there's there's always a ton of movies you can get on there that are, you know, four ninety nine or you know whatever. Mm. They're you know I don't know a lot of those older, well, even, even older the, movies you've never even heard the of. movies I bought from iTunes and stuff. I back I'm backing them up on disc. Oh, so do I. So. Well, I don't back them up on disc. I back them. Up I, on I'll, hard, I'm going to have a backup hard copies. Yeah, I'll put my them on my hard drive. I don't even trust hard drives. I've had two crap out on me. See, but that's the great thing about iTunes. You don't have to have a backup. Right. Well, I don't have I don't have a cloud or anything. But you, as long as you have an iTunes account, right. it's saved on iTunes. Right. You don't ever have to worry about backing it up. It's always there. Mm-hmm. You can never lose I it. I still would back it up. For what What purpose? For me. Just to be paranoid? I'm a crotchety old man. I like to have physical yeah, stuff. Yes. I want to I want to see what I got. Damn you, kids. <laughs> I want to I want to put all my little my 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 trinkets on the table and look at them, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, but it's, I think it's growing obsolete at least movie-wise. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't see music going anywhere anytime soon cds aren't going anywhere no well cds actually will probably be phased out around the same time no i don't think cds will because there's still a ton of people that don't they're they're not even selling cars with cd players in in them anymore for the most part they're coming with just strictly um bluetooth connected you know or or usb ports yeah so what's the point? I really? Who's doing that? I mean, mostly uh, my, mo- my dad just got a new car back last year. All the vehicles I see, all the new it's ones, a they Chevy all Traverse. Have, I don't think it's got a CD player. They all have I'd CD have to players. look at it again, but I don't think it has a CD player in it. Yeah, I think it's all strictly Bluetooth. Uh, maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I am wrong. But still, I don't. I mean, it's like at this point, there's no. I don't. See, I. I mean, I guess there's people. When I met Dearborn Music, there are people looking at CDs, and I guess they're buying them. Yeah. But most people go in there. I, I'm assuming they're buying vinyl. Yeah. So, I don't know. Or used, you know, used for the reason, you know, oh, I can't find this anywhere else, you know, but I found this used copy of this. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, I, I used to buy used CDs and uh, who was, there was a, I don't remember the name of the store in Ann Arbor. Encore Records. Is that what it was? Yeah, Encore the one Records? that's on um, used Liberty, to be on the I corner, think. corner, Liberty and University right there. Yeah, I there. think so, yeah. Yeah, that was great. I used to love I, I've been in there. They've got a great vinyl selection, used vinyl selection. Are they still open down there? Yeah. Really? It's been, well, it's been a couple months since I've been in there. Oh, that's but, cool. But um, their used vinyl is awesome. they got a huge selection in there. Yeah. Not so much on the new stuff, just yeah. the used stuff. But Yeah, what I picked did, up a... When did I pick up there? I'll go check it out. Oh, yeah. uh, well, it's been a couple of years, but I picked up, uh, which I didn't even know was released on vinyl, and it's just now recently been re-released, uh, Counting Crows Recovering the Satellites oh. on vinyl. I got that there. Yeah, I knew I knew it had been released. I'd yeah. seen it before. In the back, I mean, that was 1996. Yeah. By then, I thought they were completely done making vinyl. Yeah. See, that was the one cool thing about. I know Gibraltar's closed now, but it used yeah. to be you used to be able to go down there and buy pick you pick up used hundreds stuff. and hundreds of used records. Yeah. So, but yeah, my I mean, that's for me, and it's kind of cool having the the record collection because it's it's a kind of a blend too. Uh, I have some of my old my dad's old records. Uh, all, a couple my, records that I had when I was a kid that I managed to hold on to. All mine got pitched. Yeah, well, most of mine did. I was like I said, I was able to hold on to my dad's stuff um, and a few of mine, but I've been able to replace a few of the ones that I were pitched too. Um, uh, Audio Visions by Kansas, I picked uh-huh. that up. I had that on vinyl. Yeah, actually, a few Kansas records I picked up, and of course, I picked them up used. Now they're starting to re-release them, repressing them, better quality. But yeah, you know, 
Just having them is enough for me. You, you know? know, even even if you don't listen to them, just having the the vinyl. Is, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's cool. It's awesome. Which is we're kind of at the point I'm at now because my my turntable took a, a shit. So oh, did I gotta. It? Yeah. You can pick one up for pretty cheap, though. No, the one I'm looking at is 500 bucks. Why? Well, because it's got the USB port. I can actually, if it doesn't come with a digital copy, I can make a digital copy right from the original recording, the first, the very first listen. So well, that's, that's a lot for, uh, for a turntable. For a turntable. It's, yeah, well, there's people who spend money on other stuff. I'm like, that's stupid. So that's to true. Me, it's, people, people will probably say that to me all the time. Yeah, I'm sure they have. You spent I think I've said that to you. You spent $110 for a pair of shoes? You're crazy. Yeah, see, I would never pay $110 for a pair of shoes. <sighs> not not for something that's only going to last me whatever. See, that's not true because I've got, I mean, my, my running shoes, I've probably got 3,000 miles on them. Yeah, well, and it's probably now time to replace yeah. them. But well, and uh, but see, you, I'll wear I'll wear a fifty dollar pair of shoes for five years. Yes. until they're literally falling off my feet. That's the thing with shoes. Mm-hmm. If you want a really good pair of shoes, you got to pay for it. Right. No, well, I'll pay fifty bucks. That's the extent yeah. of the. I'll pay because uh, and I can make that one hundred and fifteen is probably my tops. Yeah, I'll pay I'll pay fifty bucks because that's ten dollars a year. I can get five years out of my shoes. Yeah. Well. So and I like I said, they are literally like disintegrating on my feet before yeah. I go and buy another pair. Um, but I will save up and pay $400 for a turntable. Just take me a long time to get yeah. there. So. <laughs> uh, so that's, yeah, that's my goal now is to get to get my new turntable. So Yeah. Oh, you've been, oh, you've been buying, listening to vinyl for a long time. Though, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I was able to get back into it. I actually picked up, like I got a used turntable, which held out for a few years. Well, that's the one that just died on me. Yeah. So I've been able to, you know, listen to vinyl for since 2012 when I got that. 2012 yeah. or 2000, no, 2013. April yeah. 2013. So I got four, almost four years out of it. That's not bad. So for a used, you know, used turntable. That's why if I pay the $400, I know I'll get. Because that used turntable was 40 years old. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, it was, it was a 1970s model. Wow, can you, you can still buy needles and stuff for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's all pretty much the same cartridges and stuff. Oh, is it? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Well, so, so that says a lot about about the you know the lifespan of something like that. Yeah, we got a little off topic there, but I think we covered a lot of what. <laughs> basically, I'm you know it was more of a morning morning time for me. Um, Just because well, the my friends my friends store. own the video store. I worked there for a few years. You know, and then having the nostalgia factor for from being a child in the eighties yeah. and nineties when I mean that was there was no internet. Mm-hmm. You saw new movies either in the theater or on VHS and then eventually D V D. But there's just that going to the video store every Friday, I mean, that was like there were some weeks where that was like the, the highlight of my week. Yeah. But I had a par- very crappy child. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd lose myself in that horror section, though, I'll tell you. Yeah. Nothing beat that. In any video store I ever went to, it was always the horror section I'd lose myself in. And they always had the best artwork on their covers. They always did. And Especially the old, like, cheesy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The cheesier the movie, the better the artwork on the VHS that cover, was. too. Well, I had to be because they had to try and sell the movie. Like Zombie Lake, it was like the. Uh, the head of the zombie coming up through the water, like, right with the with, with the Nazi helmet with on. The Nazi yeah. helmet, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. I need to watch that movie again. And then, well, another one was uh, Rock and Roll Zombies. Don't ever watch the movie. I watched it when I was like ten, yeah. and even at then, at, at the age of ten, I was like, "Oh, this is shitty." Oh my god, this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but the cover was awesome. The cover yeah. sold me, you know. Yeah. But that's that was the beauty of the video store. You could just, you know. 
for a buck twenty five back then, it was like you get that experience yeah. to go, man, that was garbage. But the the artwork was cool. Yeah. I don't know. Well, anyway, I don't know. That's about all I got for. Yeah. Well, I guess. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I don't choke to death. Uh, we can close it off there. I guess that's about yeah. all there is to say. Rest in peace, Mammoth Video. Yeah, I guess. I'll it'd miss you. It's been a long time since I've been in there, but yeah. Well, it is what it is. It's gone now. Yeah. So there'll be something else. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what what. Nothing will replace that as far well, as that have experience. they have they started putting anything else in there yet? Or oh God, no. That's no, a, it'll be empty for years. Because the the old video store on Rossonville and Ipsy is still empty. It's still empty. The, no, only a third. Only two thirds of it's empty. They they did run off a third of it. Oh, did they? Yeah, to a, a T-Mobile place or something. Like but that. the rest of it's or been boost. empty for a decade. Uh, damn near, damn yeah. near. No, two thousand. It was before I no, moved. It, no, no, it didn't close until after Ben and Liz took over the Mammoth in two thousand nine. So it would have oh, really? been like late two, early two thousand ten. Is when it went out. So well, yeah, seven oh, years, yeah. I mean, damn near a decade. Yeah. Um, the Blockbuster location is still empty. Where's the um, block? Oh, over on, where, in, where in, Bell, in, in Belleville. Yeah. Um, people don't know. People listening to the, the show Dearborn, that doesn't know where. Because I told you, the Mammoth Video used to be corporate. They had many locations. Their Dearborn uh, location is still empty. Yeah. And that that closed uh, pre two thousand nine. Wow. So two thousand seven actually. And the problem. The problem is. They're Re- large retail spaces. wise. They're yeah, they're large, they're large spaces. spaces. So it's it's going to be empty for a while. Now yeah. they could probably cut that into three, if yeah. not four storefronts. So I don't know. But yeah, it's going to be empty for a while. Yeah. Every, every time I, would, I go by it, it's like passing a rotting corpse. Yeah. That's how I feel. Because I, you know, it's like a home, home away from home for me for a while. Well, on on that note. Yeah. Of, rot, of rotting corpses. Rotting corpses. Metaphorically, um, metaphorical rotting corpses, okay? <laughs> hey, this uh, is the age of zombie. Zombies, yeah. Okay, so. Um, as always, you can email us at lifeandgeneralmi at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. Um, check out our, our website. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's about it. I mean... Uh, the website check out the website yeah check out the website you know, we're uh, new they, we're pretty proud of it so far yeah if you like the show leave us a, re- a review on uh, itunes um subscribe to the show uh through soundcloud itunes google play stitcher podcast addict a mm-hmm. bunch of other places yep anything else it. no we're good all right till next time yep. talk to y'all later uh, peace out My role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you some cobras, you wanna hang? Shoulder to shoulder, them niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub, hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know they see the sign. That's some dollar signs. Know they sick as fuck. Now they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Now you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the god, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a ghost smile, you should probably make placement to your eye. Niggas sick as fuck. Standing with niggas. Who died for that party? Who died for some?
bitches who showing their bodies. Swear to God, nigga, this Molly got me up in 